0: I'm Dale Denwalt.
1: And I'm Nuria martinez kiel You're listening to The Source.
0: Thanks for joining us as we discuss the Oklahomans' most impactful stories with the reporters who wrote them.
1: Oklahoma issued its first gender-neutral birth certificate this month, prompting immediate backlash from Republican leaders. The state's health commissioner then resigned. We look at the difference this makes for non-binary people in what some have called a significant policy change in our state.
0: Capital reporter Carmen Foreman joins us today. An Oregon resident who was born and raised in Oklahoma successfully sued the Oklahoma State Department of Health to change their birth certificate to gender neutral. Kit Vivian Loraleed, who doesn't identify as strictly male or female, is the first person to have the letter X instead of a male or female designation on their Oklahoma birth certificate. Who is Kit, and what were they seeking in all of this?
2: Kit, of course, like as you mentioned, born, born and raised in Oklahoma, now lives in Oregon. Um, it was in Oregon a few years ago that they, and, and to be clear, Kit is non-binary, so they use they and them pronouns, and we'll, we'll use those in this podcast. Um, So Kit, a few years ago, realized that they were non-binary. And after that, they went through the process in Oregon to change their name, change some of their documentation, like driver's license, um, to reflect their new identity, basically. And it was through that process that, that Kit realized that their Oklahoma birth certificate still, you know, it hadn't been changed but they decided they wanted to change that too. And Kit basically said that they wanted all of their official government documentation to match. So they reached out to the Oklahoma State Department of Health. Um, The Office of Vital Records, which issues birth certificates, is housed within the State Department of Health. So they reached out and they said, here's this court order from Oregon that shows... This court granted a name change and changed um, the identification on some of the documentation. And so Kit basically asked the State Department of Health, hey, can we change my birth certificate to a non-binary option? But here's here's where things got interesting, I guess, you, if you will. The State Department of Health said... We don't offer a non-binary option or a gender neutral option on birth certificates. You can get your name changed on the birth certificate, but you would have to be either male or female designated on the birth certificate. And so that's when Kit um, basically took the State Department of Health to court. So the, the State Department of Health requires a court order anyways to change the name or the sex on a birth certificate. They want to make sure that a court has acknowledged, you know, that yes, this is who this person is. Um, They have legally changed their name or they have legally changed their sex. And so they would have required a court order anyways. What Kit was asking for was, hey, I have this court order from Oregon showing that they changed my name. Can you just sort of recognize that? Um, And of course... They may have done so if if Kit just wanted to change their name on their birth certificate but not their gender identity. So then that leads us, there was a lawsuit and the State Department of Health eventually settled with Kit um, to issue a non-binary birth certificate. And so typically on a birth certificate your options are an M for male or an F for female and Kit's birth certificate has been amended to have an X. For non-binary.
1: Republican leaders, particularly Governor Kevin Stitt, came out strongly against the idea of non-binary birth certificates and against the thought of a person even being non-binary. Why did the governor say he was so against this?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. So Governor Stitt, in a statement, um, basically said that he does not believe that there are non-binary people. He said that there are only men and there are only women. And I think a lot of people showed last week that they disagreed with that statement, Um, and especially those in the LGBTQ community. Many Democrats said that they found what the governor said to be extremely offensive Um, to those in the LGBTQ community. But here's the other thing that I think that made the governor so angry. He also, in a statement, you know, blasted quote unquote rogue activists at the State Department of Health. He did not specify who those quote unquote rogue activists are or um, anything like that. But part of the reason I think the governor was so angry is I don't know that he heard this news from the State Department of Health or from anyone who worked there. Um, So Nondoc was the first news outlet to report this um, lawsuit, this settlement, the state issuing its first non-binary or gender-neutral birth certificate. And the governor's statement came out a day after that. So after Nondoc broke the story. So it sounds like, and my hunch is, that the governor or his staff, read about this decision in non-docs article rather than finding out about it from the State Department of Health. And I say that because the State Department of Health agreed to this settlement with Kit back in May. And then there were some final papers, I think, that, that were signed later than that. And then I think in August it was, a court basically said, okay, I, I see that you are working on a settlement. The State Department of Health, I'm, I'm going to Compel you to comply and change Kit's birth certificate. Clearly, the governor was mad about it, and he said he was going to take action. Um, what action that might be was very unclear, and we've gotten um, no additional insights since he issued that statement last week.
0: We'll dig a little bit deeper into uh, sort of the, the the reaction that the governor has had, and and what we've seen at the state department of health. But Carmen, when you spoke to Kit. How did they respond to what the governor said?
2: That's a great question, Dale. Um, So Kit was not super happy with what the governor said, and I'm going to get the quoting wrong here. But uh, the governor essentially said that, you know, this decision to issue a non-binary birth certificate um, went against Oklahoma values and the Oklahoma way of life. And so what Kit said is that Governor Sit does not know about Oklahoma values and does not know what Oklahoma values are. And their explanation there was basically that, you know, there are there is a growing LGBTQ community and those people and people that are allies of the LGBTQ community recognize this is what Kit said that gender is on a spectrum and it's not as black and white as people for so long have thought it to be. Kit was, Kit was kind of dismissive of the governor's comments and basically said, you know, if the governor wants to rant and rail about things changing around him, he can. But ultimately, he can't change the fact that life marches on, people are marching on, and they're, I don't know, leaving him in the dust, I guess would be the best way that Kit described it. And then in a surprising turn of events...
1: Not long after the birth certificate was issued, Oklahoma's health commissioner, Lance Fry, resigned. First of all, do we know why he
2: resigned and and whether it was connected to this controversy? A spokesman for the State Department of Health says it's not connected to this controversy. Um, In uh, Dr. Fry's resignation letter that he sent to the governor, he he referenced that the COVID-19 pandemic is the situation in Oklahoma is improving basically, you know, fewer new COVID cases, fewer COVID hospitalizations. And that because of that, Dr. Fry felt that it was time for him to move on and that he had, you know, helped Oklahoma weather the pandemic, uh, especially through the worst of the pandemic. And now he needed something else to do or he wanted something else to do. Um, So there's been a lot of chatter or questions about whether Dr. Fry's resignation had anything to do with the birth certificate settlement. To be clear, Dr. Fry announced his resignation on Friday of last week and on Thursday was the day that the governor vowed to quote take action against quote rogue activists at the state department of health. So I can see why some people are making the connection there. My hunch is it's not at all related to the birth certificate settlement um I mean, if you look at Dr. Fry's, uh, he was in that position for more than a year and a half. And if you can imagine, right, we've we've had a busy year and a half covering the pandemic and all the aspects of that. I could not imagine being the person leading an entire state through all of that. Just think of all the emails, the meetings, the phone calls Dr. Fry probably gets. Um, and so I could understand if the COVID fatigue of working in that role is really what pushed him out. There are other rumors swirling about why Dr. Fry resigned, but, you know, we don't really address rumors and we don't amplify rumors, so we're not going to talk about this here.
0: So you've kind of answered my next question, um, but I'll I'll try to rephrase it. Uh, Lance Fry is someone who the governor personally chose to lead the state through COVID-19 and he seemed to be pretty in line with the governor uh, up until this point. Has there been a souring of relationship between the governor and Lance Fry? Um, or has has there been any criticism of his job uh, as the director? Um, you know, if we don't really know why he resigned, it really could be anything. It could be completely unrelated to anything we've been talking about. But... Uh, you know how how does uh how do how does the state health community move forward after this?
2: In the interim, uh Keith Reed will be taking over as like interim health commissioner. Um the thing is, so in state law, to be this health commissioner, you have to have a um a doctorate, basically, in a health field, if I remember correctly. Um and Keith Reed has a master's. Degree, but I don't believe that he has a he he is an official doctor or has a doctorate in a health field. So um, he wouldn't necessarily be up for the role of permanent health commissioner unless Governor Stitt tried again to get state lawmakers to change the qualifications for that role. As for any sort of souring of a relationship between Governor Stitt and um, former health commissioner Lance Frye. I just I don't think that's what happened. Um, Here's the thing. I mean, throughout the pandemic, we've seen a State Department of Health that has been very much in line with the way the governor talks about COVID and the way the governor acts on COVID. So when Governor Stitt is, you know, not really wanting to talk about masks or things like that or using the terms personal responsibility. We saw the State Department of Health kind of mirror that lingo, that language from the governor's office. And honestly, throughout the pandemic, we saw that Dr. Fry was he was really in lockstep with the governor on a lot of things. When when you asked him questions about like, should well, the CDC recommends children in schools should be wearing masks do you think you know oklahoma should have a, a mask mandate in schools you know he dr fry would kind of echo what governor stitt has said on that matter you know he would say oh well it's great for kids to wear masks we think wearing masks is a great idea but something along the lines of i just don't see the state mandating that in schools i don't see the state knocking down this law that has prevented school mask mandates things like that. And the big fight, of course, was you know a statewide mask mandate. And we all know that Governor Stitt got umpteenth gajillion questions about, are you going to implement a statewide mask mandate? When are you going to implement a statewide mask mandate? Should you implement a statewide mask mandate? And I was yes, somewhere in there probably asking some of those questions at points. Um, but we saw that Dr. Fry was, he took his cues from Governor Stitt pretty well. And he's he saw that the governor was not going to issue a mask mandate. And so he basically recommended to people that they wear masks. But he he was pretty open that like he wasn't going to try to change the governor's mind or um, try to convince the governor to implement a statewide mask mandate, things like that. Um, so all that to say, that was a very roundabout way of saying that I think Dr. Fry was very obedient to governor stitt and that may sound like a bad word i guess in that context but governor stitt appointed dr fry before that appointment i presumably there was an interview where governor stitt and dr fry sat down talked about their vision for the health department and leading the state through the pandemic and i assume that in that interview they agreed probably on a lot and commissioner fry took the job knowing what the governor wanted and they seem to get along very well for the last year and a half. I find it hard to believe that one one thing the governor didn't like could just undo the past 18 months. We can talk about future legislation in a second.
1: But in Kit's case, is there going to be any effort by state officials to undo what's been done? You mentioned earlier the governor promised to take action, but he hasn't been specific on what that action would be. Are you foreseeing any any attempt by state officials to renege on this
2: non-binary birth certificate? I could see it. I just don't know what exactly it might be or how it might look. So um, last week we saw that House Speaker Charles McCall, a Republican from Atoka, he called on Governor Stitt to issue an executive order to basically reverse this birth certificate or, or prevent the state health department from issuing other non-binary birth certificates. The governor has not issued an executive order. I don't know if he's that, – that's usually – the sort of thing he would talk to his legal team about. I don't know if he has the authority in this instance to issue an executive order and just, you know, make everything go back to the way it was. But then, you know, we've heard also from Speaker McCall that him and House leadership has basically said that they believe that this settlement agreement that the health department agreed to with Kit. They believe it to be invalid. And they say that is because um, there's a state law that essentially says that if state agencies enter into settlement agreements or um, anything like that, and it substantially changes the policy or the priorities or how an agency works, then that agreement should go before the governor and the legislative leaders before it is finalized. And so, of course, in this case, legislative leaders did not know about this settlement agreement until it was publicly reported on through the news media. So they weren't they weren't consulted at all.
0: Some Republican lawmakers have already expressed an interest in writing legislation that would block uh, the state from uh, handing out gender neutral birth certificates or designating an individual as such. Um, what might come next for non-binary people who would like to have their state documentation reflect their identity, and um, what can we see this next legislative session?
2: An interesting part of Kit's settlement with the state department of health is that 30 days after Kit received their amended birth certificate, the state department of health is supposed to change the language on its website to show that a person can ask for a a birth certificate with an X as the gender marker in other words, a gender neutral birth certificate, Um, a person can ask for that and with a court order, the State Department of Health will grant it. So in other words, Kit's settlement has sort of opened the door for others to seek non-binary birth certificates. Now the question becomes, how long will that door be open? Um, With the fierce opposition from Governor Stitt and legislative leaders, we could see them try to shut that door pretty quickly. And if they're not able to, Because of the terms of the settlement, I would not be at all surprised if the legislature tries to change state law next year to prohibit the State Department of Health from issuing non binary birth certificates. We already saw that um, Senator Michael Bergstrom, he's a Republican, I think from Adair, uh, he already filed legislation for next session that would explicitly prohibit. The state Department of Health from issuing gender-neutral birth certificates. All they would be able to issue are birth certificates with an M for male or F for female. So I could see that going through the legislature pretty quickly. The legislature's Republican-controlled. I could see a lot of folks getting on board with that, especially in an election year. So, what happens next? I guess in the immediate future, we just have to wait and see. Um, And if nothing happens in the next couple months, I would fully expect the legislature to take up this issue next year.
0: Thanks for keeping uh, uh, on top of this and and reporting out a story that I'm sure is going to be making some more headlines in the coming months. And, And thanks for joining us this week to talk about it. Listeners, thanks for joining us this week to listen to the podcast. It is possible because of the Oklahoman subscribers. We encourage you to subscribe If you can, you can read these stories and more every day at The Oklahoman and at Oklahoman.com. Check back next week for a new episode.